0: Crystal Allen and her firm, K. Allen Consulting, is on the verge of earning half a million dollars in revenue this year. But how did this little black girl from Salma, Alabama, go from teaching children in the classroom to running an international education and management consulting firm, serving clients like Amazon and Apple? We'll find out right now on The Blueprint.
1: You're listening to The Blueprint with respected entrepreneur and journalist Brandon Armand. He's talking with other entrepreneurs, professionals, and community leaders about the hurdles they've encountered in their careers, the lessons they've learned, and their blueprint for success. And now, here's your host, Brandon Armand. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome to The Blueprint. I am your host, Brandon Armand, and we have another great episode for you today. Today, we are joined with a great friend of mine. Her name is Crystal Allen. Now, let me tell you just a little bit more about her. Uh, she's a native of Selma, Alabama, and she's the founder and CEO of K Allen Consulting. She began her career teaching elementary school, serving as an educational coach, then as an assistant principal, and finally leading as a charter school principal. She is a 2009 Gambit 40 Under 40 recipient, a 2019 Aspen Institute Ideas uh, Festival scholar and 2016 Urban League of Louisiana Activist Award recipient. And she served as a member of the Board of Directors for Kids Smart, Success at Thurgood Marshall and the Selma Center for Nonviolence, Truth and Reconciliation. A first-generation college graduate, Crystal earned her BA from the University of Notre Dame, uh, her master's in education from NLU Chicago, and she's currently completing her doctorate in K-12 Urban Educational Leadership at Teachers College, Columbia University. Her uh, work and passion for DEI, social justice, adult learning, and organizational development are the driving forces of her work and commitment to equality and that's a little bit from her bio and then i'm going to add a little bit more <laughs> and say she's just an overall all-around genuinely great person with a great spirit great attitude and she's just happens to be a church member of mine as well come on new, new home, home ministry. Shout, yeah. yes. shout, shout out to pastor blake's <laughs> we can't we can't do this without shouting him out and calling his church name. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen without further ado welcome to the blueprint crystal thank you.
2: allen thank you how's it going today crystal pretty well things are things awesome. are um really good today and this week because it has been a rough past two weeks with mm-hmm. hurricane zeta the election process in all things 2020 yes
0: yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any, anybody that's listening that's um you know not in the gulf south region mm-hmm. we just got over hurricane zeta yes. and um while it wasn't a, a A storm like Hurricane Katrina. Right. A lot of us down here um, in the Gulf South, we were without power for some people for two weeks. Yeah. For
2: me, it was six days. Um, But it definitely makes you grateful Mm -hmm. all over again for power. (laughs) and just the things that we utilize every day that we're less mindful of, um, the importance of in the moment, you know?
0: And then the elections are finally over. Uh, Well, kind of, sort of. But (laughs) for the most part. We do have a president elect.
2: We do, who Um, is a sorority member of the Alpha Alpha. I was gonna say and a vice
0: a vice president elect who (laughs) is a soror of of yours. I mean, you know, listen, if people didn't know um After this election across the country about the Divine Nine. I I know, know right? Right? Everything. Uh, Everything. They didn't know who AKAs were. They know now. They know uh, pink and 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 green. is (laughs) like all over because of Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. And you are an AKA. How are you feeling about that?
2: um you know what it feels very special and very inspiring to see um what is possible because when you share different uh similarities uh to uh individuals you 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 are compelled in so many ways to really know and understand that what they've achieved you're also capable of achieving right um and even if it's not the exact same role um I think representation matters so much um, and authenticity matters so much. So being able to see um, a a black and South Asian woman as the vice president of the United States is a big deal. You know, it's a big deal for girls, for women, um, for the South Asian community, for the black community um, and just for um, progress and progress isn't linear. As we know, there's a lot of resistance and there can be regression at times. but um, it's, it's something to be proud of in our lifetime to witness. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: And, and, you know, as you said, young girls um, uh, of all colors, mm-hmm. um, but especially uh, young girls of color, yeah. um, have this opportunity to see this and know that they can do it. Yeah. Um, but it's not just Kamala Harris. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's women like you as well. Um, <laughs> and you're doing it. You, um, you know, with with everything that that you're doing, I mean, every time I turn on social media, y'all, um, Crystal is my thing. She's doing something else. Um, <laughs> you know, at one point she's with Common, uh, <laughs> uh, who who is a, a national uh, artist, um, and and then I look on again, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. But she's doing something with Amazon. I'm like, whoa! Like <laughs> you're, you're you're doing this, and I know you. Yeah. Um, so um, so you're inspiring to me, but again, you. you're inspiring to Um, A lot of uh, women, Mm -hmm. um, especially young women Mm -hmm. around this country. So let's talk a little bit about you and how you got your start, because I know the journey has not been as easy as it looks. Amazon didn't just come knock on your door and common didn't just call your phone. Let's start back and go um, to the beginning. Uh, We talked about um, early at the top of the show, you uh, started off as Mm -hmm. a teacher Mm -hmm. in education. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to that. Tell me about that.
2: Yeah. So I... um Actually, would have to come a little bit back to high school mm. because in high school I used to come to New Orleans and attend uh, summer camps, STEM camps at Xavier. Xavier was my number one school. I said I was going, and then you know financial aid and that whole situation kicked in in the sense that. I knew that I would be going to college as a first-generation college graduate, ultimately. Um, and so my, my family could not afford the cost of a college education. Um, and what actually kept me back at the time from attending um, Xavier was the the package that I got. Like, it was a lot of loans uh, and I didn't feel comfortable, you know, even as an 18-year-old taking that on. Um, one of the universities that I, that I applied to um, and got into actually because of my socioeconomic status actually made a commitment as a part of a consortium with other universities that when children um, applied and were accepted like completely, you know, academically, all of that, if they have financial burden, they would alleviate it. So I ended up choosing the University of Notre Dame and got a $200,000 education completely paid for. Wow. In addition to my first laptop, they had a Mac store back then and they still do on campus. Um, they pay for it. Round trip plane t- tickets back home to Alabama. Yearly, they pay for it. So I, I got a free, essential, essentially uh, a free college education. Wow. Um, and for me, I think about that a lot because everyone's situation is so different. It's so different. My parents combined made under $35,000 for me as an 18 year old. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the choices that one has to make in that situation are totally different than if you have parents making one hundred and twenty thousand or two hundred K and what you what you're comfortable with taking on. Um, But um, I went to um, college and at the at the time that I was in college, Hurricane Katrina hit and I watched. You know, on television, um, what I felt was just immense hurt and pain, but also what I felt was absolute neglect to an entire city, but particularly a black community. And I felt that if I needed to be anywhere, first of all, I needed to be back home in the South after I graduated. Um, but watching that happen and knowing the connection that I had to Xavier in New Orleans, I wanted New Orleans to be where where I spent my, my time, or Louisiana um, after college. And so I moved to Louisiana, became a teacher. At that time, I actually taught in East Feliciana Parish, which is a rural community um, and in a small town um, by the name of Jackson. And my kids, half of my kids were actually from New Orleans mm. because of
0: the displacement, yep. Yeah, displacement.
2: Displacement, yeah. um, my first year teaching, I taught Thirty-seven babies, by myself as a fourth-grade teacher, did not have enough room in my classroom to accommodate all the children. So some children were at desks, some were or at, at tables, you know. But we made it. We made it work. Um, and that experience was so life-changing. Um, the children grew immensely academically. The governor at the time, Governor Jindal, um, his wife, his uh, first lady, uh, Supriya Jindal, actually came to my classroom. Um, in uh, Baton Rouge and recognize us for the academic growth that, you know, the, the progress um, that the students have made. Um, and so I went from teaching to then becoming a coach to teachers, um, which was very great because it was an opportunity to help people. I've always had a heart to help other people. It's like I learned something and I want to spread it to others. And so that coaching opportunity gave me a chance to do that. Coaching led to then principalship, Which, of course as you can imagine all of it is like expanding impact from 30 something kids to now 90 100 200 300 kids as a coach because you're enacting action through the teachers you're coaching and now as a principal Four or 500 kids and an entire staff of nearly 60 people um and so uh becoming a principal was incredible i I led a lot of social justice oriented work with our uh kids had a lot of open conversations about race at a time that was considered more taboo to be doing it i definitely experienced um as a black woman in educational leadership institutional racism and how it plays itself out um Ultimately um, transitioned from principalship into consulting, not intentionally, mm-hmm. but was unjustly let go um, of my job in this uh, landscape of New Orleans. Um, our roles as educators are all at will. at will.
0: Yes. And for anybody that doesn't understand, at will means mm-hmm. that pretty much you have the right to leave at any time. But there's they have a right to let you go. Your Mm -hmm. employee has a right to let you Mm -hmm. go at any time without any
2: explanation explanation or reason. No due process. Right. Like documentation, all the the things. Um, And so you can you can imagine the racial implications of that, too. Right. Um, For me, that looked like championing a lot of work and being a leader um, who um, knew, like who I was as a black woman and why I'm doing this work for black children Um, knew what it meant to serve a low income community because I came from a low income community. Um, And so uh, the idea um, of of honestly having um, white educational leaders tell me as a black woman that I'm not fit to lead black children was like mind blowing, but it was also a traumatizing um, event for me. Um, I think you and I even spoke, you know, during that time period I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what is this? As a person of faith, um, I also knew at the same time that um, for me, I feel like God doesn't allow anything to happen without reason and purpose. And he sees what we can't see. And so for me, while at the moment in time, I was kind of blinded by the emotional impact of it, What I couldn't see was God having a bigger plan to say, yes, you will impact children. You will impact teachers. You will impact the community. But there's even more work I want you to do. And there's even more molding and shaping of you internally, emotionally, spiritually, all that that I need to refine in order to take you to where I really want you to be. Um, And so uh, my choice to not necessarily go back into a second principalship, Um, at a different location, but to instead say I'm going to actually bet on myself Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take the things that I love the most about being an educator, which is coaching and helping other people and create my own like business and venture around it um, is what has led over time to that one person business scaling to being one that is a team of now seven individuals something that was started with zero capital or dollars is now turned into what by the end of next year will be a half a million dollar um, uh, venture Um, and being able to support a couple of schools even here in New Orleans has translated to now supporting companies like Apple and Amazon and nonprofits like the United Negro College Fund and so Anything is possible.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Anything is possible. And with God, everything is possible. Amen. Come on. Um, as long as it's <laughs> on his menu uh, yeah. and it's in yeah. his will. And, and, you know, you, you said something, um, you know, when you talked about uh, what happened to mm-hmm. you and, and mm-hmm. the at will um, uh, that go, that's in our state. God allows everything to happen he for does. a reason. He does. And it was and, the best thing that could have ever and, happened. And it's the best thing because sometimes <laughs> what some people mean for your detriment is actually for Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 um, yeah.
0: And so. In my
2: own growth as well.
0: Yes, yep. exactly. Yeah. Um, and because he knew that he had more for you but what he was yeah. doing was setting that foundation yeah. Um, yeah. And, and getting you the the, the training and the experience yeah. that yeah. you needed so yeah. that you could be here today yeah. um, so you are here today with uh, K Allen Consulting yeah. we started talking about it for, for those who don't know tell us a little bit about K Allen Consulting exactly what yeah.
2: you do yeah so K Allen Consulting is a global. Um, education and management consulting firm that provides professional development services, uh, thought leadership and philanthropy to schools, to nonprofits and businesses. Um, What that essentially means is that as an education firm, we specifically work with early childhood centers. We work with uh, K-12 school systems. We work with um, colleges and universities as well, um, public and private. Um, And In terms of professional development services, we provide trainings, uh, workshops, we coach um, folks within that space, um, one-on-one and in small groups. We also provide um, strategic planning. Um, So we design and help uh, schools and education entities map out where we're going to be a year from now, two years, three years. Um, getting very clear as well as designing curriculum um, and frameworks for them Um, when we uh, speak of being a management consulting firm that speaks to the work that we do with nonprofits and businesses which is all actually the exact same thing so for companies and also for nonprofits we we provide coaching we provide workshops we provide strategic plans um, we design uh, frameworks and and design curriculum and programs for them too Um, and so Essentially, that's that's what we do. Um, And on the thought leadership um, side, that means that we lean into um, conversations relevant to uh, social justice, relevant to equity, relevant to anything um, that impacts the black and brown community. Um, We you know, do that by way of participation in panels, um, you know, writing opinion editorials, building relationships with policymakers to influence how they craft and shape the policies that we have to live by, you know, as a community. Um, and the, phila- the philanthropic giving um, of the firm um, looks like us explicitly taking consulting revenue and investing it into other black and brown business owners, um, into other black and and Brown nonprofits as well, and so um, to date in this year, we've um, provided um, around fifty thousand dollars of our own um, income and, and earnings to Black and Brown initiatives and other business owners during COVID.
0: Wow, what a blessing! Yeah, um, and an opportunity for for you to um, you know use the gifts that and the mm-hmm. talents that God has given you yeah. to be a blessing to to so many yeah. others. Um, when did you start the company?
2: Uh, January 2017. Okay. So in January 2021, it'll hit four years of operation. Wow. So we scale really quickly. Yeah. From what I I am coming to research and, and understand, um, a lot of businesses don't make it uh, to the one-year point. Like, I think the the stat is nearly 50 to 60% of businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to make it to the four-year point and to scale, from national work to international work um, and the amount of revenue we're generating is um, is good as well as the, the amount of people that we're able to reach.
0: Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. Um, and when we come back from break, we're going to talk about how you were able to okay. scale. Okay. So yeah. quickly. Yeah. We're also going to talk about how you were able to work with Common. Oh. We're going to talk about how you were able To work with Apple okay. And Amazon mm-hmm. and all of these big companies mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about Who are you going to be working with next The Obama Foundation? I don't know Let's Speak see. that into existence We're going to speak it into <laughs> existence And, then, and that, then we'll say you heard it here on you the You heard blueprint it here first. on the
1: blueprint
0: <laughs> Alright all right, y'all, you're listening to The Blueprint We'll be right back with Kay Allen
1: Consulting You're listening to The Blueprint With Brandon Armott. We'll be right back you are the heart of New Orleans, and Talk Dad NOLA keeps the blood pumping with news, culture, sports, and music from local artists. One thing you know for sure is that you can always count on us for accurate news and information that informs and entertains. You're the heart of New Orleans, and at WTDN, Talk Dad NOLA, we keep the blood pumping welcome back to the blueprint here's your host brandon armont
0: hey what's up everybody welcome back to the blueprint uh we are talking with crystal allen with k allen consulting uh, just an an extraordinary uh (laughs) woman who is just leading in business here in our community if you don't know about crystal um make sure you guys go and check her out check out her business k allen consulting what's Mm -hmm. the website
2: um it's www Kallenconsulting.org and we're also on Instagram at So you
0: gotta you got be on Instagram you gotta be on social media you, got to now. Gram, you can't just y'all. have a website and, <laughs> and listen you know uh, Crystal and I come from we're not of generation Z we're, we're millennials mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and I could tell because you still mm-hmm. said www I know because you know <laughs> you couldn't type in a website but I'll say W-W, put www first you don't have to say that anymore it's okay I still say it um but let's let's get back. <laughs> so bad. Let's, let's. Hey, listen. I was telling somebody the other day. For a good while, I mm-hmm. still typed in the Facebook.com. Oh really? Remember? It yeah, used it used called to be the Facebook, mm-hmm. and the website yeah. was the Facebook. I remember. Um, and I kept typing it in until <laughs> they. I guess I guess got rid of that domain. Sounds like I can't do that anymore. That's so
2: funny. <laughs> um,
0: but let's let's get back okay. into um, uh, Crystal Allen now. Kate Allen Consulting. Um, let's talk about. Uh, some of the the hurdles and struggles that mm-hmm. you've had to go through uh, to get to mm-hmm. where you are today. Mm-hmm. As you said, you guys have grown quickly in yeah, a yeah, very yeah, short yeah. amount of time. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of businesses, they don't do that. They right. can't do that. Yeah. How has Kate Allen Consulting been able to do so?
2: Yeah, I think one part um, is a relentless pursuit um, of, of results, um, of work, of growth. I, I think to be an entrepreneur is to be a fighter. I think, to be, and, and let me clarify, I think to be a successful entrepreneur means that you also are inevitably a fighter, that you embody perseverance, that um, you, you, know, you, you have this ability to not get shut down or bogged down with rejection or with a no because it will come along the journey. You know, you'll have um, folks who opt to not work with you. You'll have consultation meetings that um, don't necessarily translate into a contract. Um, you will have um, people who don't support you that you think should support you, um, even, if they, if, even if they're close personally, you know, to you. And so I think uh, part of it is this, this mindset um, to say, no matter what I see and what things feel like, I'm going to continue to push forward because I believe that there's something great on the other side. If I can just stay diligent and committed to doing good work. Yeah. Right.
0: But but how do you how do you do that? I mean, there are some people that will say, um, you know what, Crystal, that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done that. Yeah. I pushed forward. Yeah. I've been told. No. Yeah. I got up. I went back out. and yeah. did it again. I was told no again. I right. went back out. I did it again, and I've been doing it. I've been doing it now for you know ten years, mm-hmm. five years, fifteen mm-hmm. years. You've you've been doing K Allen Consulting for how long? Almost
2: four years in January. Four years. Yeah.
0: And you are here, and I've been doing this so much longer. And I'm not there. So it's easier said than done, and I'm tired. What do you say to those people?
2: Um so I think, like in addition to the the perseverance piece, I think it's important um as a business owner to build um to build legitimacy and to build credibility in what you're doing. I think that the legitimacy comes in all the technical things that legitimize a business. 1. Do you have a website? Is the website clear? Is it polished enough that someone can walk away from it knowing exactly what you do, exactly what you offer, and is there a concrete act to know how to engage with you moving forward? Um, do you even though we're in covid times, do you have a business card? Do you have a one-pager? Do you have a brochure? Do you have anything that walks people through your products and your services? And how are you t- how are you a storyteller of your work so people can understand the Impact and the power of your work. Um, people are naturally compelled by what you are able to demonstrate to them, right? So when you think about people who have experienced your work, how do you allow them to tell the story? I've never um, said, I'm a strong consultant, I'm a great consultant, you need to work with me. I said, if you have experienced a workshop, would you be willing to hop on camera for 30 seconds and tell the people? What you just experienced, was it worth your time? and I allowed the people to do the talking because I recognize that the work will speak for itself and that and, and people telling that story, that is storytelling, right? I think part of the legitimate the uh, legitimizing process too is also making sure that you have the proper legal structure. Are you LLC? Are you S corporation? Are you filed with the secretary of state? Um, Do you have an employment identification number from the IRS? Um, Do you have a way to invoice folks? Right. Um, I can't tell a client, you know, that is the United Negro College Fund. Y'all can send me payment on cash app. Right. Right. Right? right. And so but but those are things that we might take for granted that give people signals. Right. So even when you think about having a business email address, it actually should not be a Gmail account. It should not be a Yahoo account. You should actually purchase the domain name of your business and, and coin yourself as that. All of those show people signs of how serious your business actually is and how serious they need to take you as a business owner. That's one part, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think this the part around how do you build uh, credibility and, and even more visibility, you, you have to think about how you're going to educate people that you exist. If you're doing the work and you have no Twitter page, no Instagram page, no Facebook page, I'm not telling you you need to have all of them because I'm not on LinkedIn at all. And I tell people that all the time, we are scaling and growing and I don't have a LinkedIn page. And that is intentional because it is about what do you like and how do you go deep into maximizing a platform? Because Instagram is like the sweet spot of a Why social not? media platform. Exactly. And, and we, we leverage it, right? 100%, actually, I always say that and I have to correct myself, 90% of the international contracts we've gotten, we've actually gotten through social media marketing. Wow! I wanna say that again, yeah. 90%. Yeah. South Korea, India, South Africa, Nigeria, through social media marketing, wow, wow, DMs, yeah, that translate into emails, that yeah. translate into Zoom or Google Meet uh, consultation, that translate into contracts.
0: You know, it's funny you say that. I was um, uh, just telling someone we had a launch party mm-hmm. last night mm-hmm. for another show that's mm-hmm. on the BAM Network yeah. called We Talk. Yeah, um, and I was telling the audience yesterday mm-hmm. how that show came to be, mm. and it was through um, a direct message in Instagram. That's wow. how it started, um, but a lot of the businesses that uh, a lot of the uh, the work that comes to Bam, mm-hmm. they come through DMs. Yeah. You know, it, it, yep. Uh, yep.
2: Yep.
0: S- slide into my DMs. <laughs> right? That used to mean something totally <laughs> yes, different <we> <laughs> years ago. You know. Um, <sighs> now slide into my DMs Mm -hmm. give me uh, uh, contact me for for business because and it's important that you that you are on social media and that you're checking it because often that's the first place where people are are going to contact you or, or reach out to you because it's they feel as though it's more direct.
2: That's right. Um, That's and right. so
0: it's it's important that, that you're on those platforms. So I'm glad you said it. I'm yeah. glad you said it again. Yeah. Um, because there are a lot of businesses that have been in business for mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. and they're not on social media. Mm-hmm. They're not utilizing those platforms. And as you said, you don't have mm-hmm. to be on every single no, one because yeah. what's your demographic? And every single exactly. one may not work for exactly. you.
2: Exactly. Yes. Go yeah, ahead. go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but it's important <laughs> that you figure that you figure it out. Yes. You, you, you go ahead.
2: So I think that that dovetails into the importance of understanding your target audience. Mm-hmm. Like, do you understand how they think? Do you understand their pain points? Do you understand what, what gets them to say a yes? Like all of that psychology of your ideal market and your customers and your clients, you have to really create content that speaks to them that moves them, right? And I think that in regards to um, business in general, but I, I would especially say for consulting, it's about trust building. I am literally listening to what you're saying to figure out how I can help you and be of service to you. Because as a consultant, you're positioning yourself as a problem solver and as a thought partner. So my ability to do that is is, is really deeply important like I have to model my vulnerability. I have to be deeply honest, very authentic um, so that people feel um, safe and comfortable to engage with you. And honestly, as a business owner, I think it's important that you understand that you you do have to prove yourself to people. Yeah. People do have to see your receipts. They mm-hmm. do have to see your results because you're asking them to make a financial investment. Exactly. Right? Exactly. They're not just going to give you $1,000 because you're cute <laughs> or you have, you know, a nice outfit put, or whatever. Put it to you this
0: way. You don't just walk into Walmart and go to the cashier and right. just say, "Hey, here's twenty dollars."
2: Exactly. Without
0: getting a product, yes. And you don't just go pick any product up off the shelf. That's right. Just to give Walmart twenty dollars. That's
2: right. That's right. So I mean, it. It. it I, I think there are a combination of different things, but for me also as a person of faith, um, I believe in the importance of listening intently to what I feel God is calling me to do and, and being led by what I feel is the the spirit of God and what I'm doing. Um, and trusting the process, even if I don't know every step of the plan, I trust what I heard. And I trust the fact that if I stay obedient and diligent at what I know I've been instructed to do, it's going to yield fruit.
0: So you just, you just led us into the, the next transition. Um, uh, when you talk about listening to God, trusting yeah. the process yeah. um, and developing that that yeah. plan that he gives you, um, you know, whether you're a Christian or not, mm-hmm. both of us, we 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 are Christians. Yeah. Um, but regardless, you have to have a plan. You do. Um, you and do. you have to to think about what that plan yeah. is. Um, meditate, pray, whatever yeah. it is that you do um, and, and go into that place to yeah. to 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 get to that plan. Yeah. What do you do to to get there?
2: That's a great question. There are a couple of things I do. Um, I'm very close to my family. My grandmother is over eighty years old. Um, she is in Selma, Alabama. Um, she is um, my role model in so many ways. Um, I'll often tell people that if I could be half um, the woman that she is to the community, I've I've done something special in my lifetime. You know, and I think about her. House and in particular, her porch is a sanctuary for me yeah. every time I go home and she's like deep in the woods in the country. It's it's a place that I go at certain points in the year to just think and reflect and be still. Um, and I think the ability to um, be very honest about what are your shortcomings, right? Like I am regularly having conversations with myself to say, Crystal, you messed that up and you dropped that ball. Right. And now how do you pivot and adjust and also own own your errors, own your mistakes, Um, but also reflect on my blessings and the good things that have come um, and for where I want to go, reflect upon what I'm going to need to do to get there. And I think some of that. Um, reflection leads you to recognize that, like, there's some habits you have to shed. There's some people that you gotta love from a distance, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but there's just a lot of work, right, that's involved. I think something I also do is is pray and seek spiritual direction. I've definitely had conversations with our pastor, Pastor um, Blake's, at times. And um, I, I would also say that I commit to doing whatever it takes in terms of the work. There are times that I am here. Like yesterday morning, not yesterday morning, Monday morning, I was here at 7 a.m. Uh-huh. for a meeting that started at 7.30 with Apple. And I left at 9 p.m. Uh-huh. That's not every single day, right? But I think that with entrepreneurship, sometimes people can be f- like fascinated and infatuated with the dream of the image right but not really understanding what' does the process look like right. because that post which you don't see with the post is a 7 a.m to 9 p.m work day
0: yeah yeah
2: right yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and so i think it's it's so important to, to be willing to do the work you
0: have to be a special like, kind, kind of work a special kind of person a special kind of crazy in some mm-hmm. cases to be an entrepreneur. And if you're not willing to to do the work, if you just if you and, and and that's fine. Yeah. Some people just, you know, you want if you want a nine to five. Yep. You want to come in at nine mm-hmm. and you want to get off at five, mm-hmm. then you should not look to do yeah. An entrepreneur. Yeah. To be an I agree. entrepreneur. I agree. Um because you're not going to be successful yep. that way. Definitely not in yeah. the beginning of the journey. Yeah, not um, in the beginning. It, I completely you, you, agree. you definitely won't be for yeah. the sake of time, because, mm-hmm. you know, you and I can talk yes, all day forever. and we can get into it. <laughs> but but, you know, this is a show. And so we do have um, time constraints. Yeah. Let's um, hop into I know a lot of people are curious real mm-hmm. quickly about how you got to work with Common, mm-hmm. how you got to to work with Amazon and mm-hmm. you have a partnership with Apple, mm-hmm. um, N- National Urban League, all of these big names and just mm-hmm. four years of being mm-hmm. in operation. Yeah. How did that happen for you?
2: Um, I think the, the very things I spoke about earlier um, were the things that that allowed those things to transpire. One is being noticed, like getting noticed. Um, and, and I think that Getting noticed is about having a foundation of doing really strong work, right? And being intentional about what you say and where you say it and how you leave a lasting impact on a space. So when I think about um, panels that I speak on, for instance, I'm very mindful of how is the information coming out of my mouth uniquely different in any way than, than my peers, Like how is it telling a compelling story? How am I giving facts and evidence to back up what I'm thinking so it doesn't just come across as an opinion?
0: How do you stand out and be different as Um, well? Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because I think you have to constantly understand that to capture someone's attention you have to do something that is worthy of capturing their attention. So I, I study spaces. If I'm going into a space and I recognize it's very you know, conversational and what people are talking about um, is very based on stories and like antidotes. I might also tell a story antidote, but I'm also gonna bring factual and evidence-based information in there to say, You know, yes, I know of a child and this is what happened with a child, but three and five black boys in the city of New Orleans experienced post traumatic stress that stands out to a listener and somebody's going to write that down. And while they're writing it down, they're also writing down my name or the contact information I've left in that space. Right. So part of it, I think, is about how we own our own narratives. Right. And how do we exude what I would describe as executive presence in any space that we're in? It's not about how much you say and how much you're talking, but it's about the fact that when you are given the mic, what are you saying?
0: But let me ask right? you this. Are you calling Amazon? Are you calling Apple? Are you calling Comet or are they calling you?
2: It's the other way around. They're it's calling referrals. You. It's people. So what, what has happened um, and um, our team can like be a testament to it. We'll get an email. And I normally, every time this happened, I, one, thought it was spam. I'm like, what is this? (laughs) Somebody tried to get us. And then, two, when I read it, it's always referring back to something. So we had a a message from um, a client in Connecticut who said, um, I recently read the uh, Time Magazine article in which you were featured talking about racial bias in classrooms. That's what I mean by visibility, right? Like that's an article, I'm sharing my thoughts, but that translated into her looking us up and wanting a consultation. Um, when it came to Amazon, um, the young lady to reach out actually said, we're looking for a person who has expertise in these areas and you've come highly recommended by two, like people who, wait for this, follow your social media platform. This is Amazon,
0: yeah,
2: right? And it's social media that they're referencing. Um, And so that happens a lot. A lot of the referral we I would say at this moment in time, 85 percent of our work comes from referrals, not from us actively like work with us, work with us, please work with us. It is like we they come knowing exactly what we do, what they want, and they want to know do we have availability to make it happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, and listen, that's key. BAM Communications, we've been in existence now for over eight years. Yeah. Um, and I would say the same yep. 90, 95% yes. of um, the business that we've gotten mm-hmm. over this this time yeah. has been from referrals, yep. has been from people um, seeing us on social media yes. and reaching out. Yes. And so, um, you know, I tell people all the time, they say, you're always on social media, but it's not for fun. Right. It's, it's for business. Yeah. I'm working um, yeah. because you can have the greatest product in the world Mm -hmm. but if nobody knows it exists i
2: know that's right
0: then it's just going to stay between you and the people who are helping you to develop it. that's right um so it's very important that you market it's very important exposure that you get out there um and so if you haven't been paying attention you know pretty much in a nutshell as we wrap (laughs) up what crystal has been saying is one um no excuses you can do this. Mm-hmm. Right. There will be challenges. Mm-hmm. There yes. will be barriers yeah. um, and hurdles that you have to overcome. Mm-hmm. That's in life. Mm-hmm. That's in business. Mm-hmm. You're a black woman. Absolutely. In America. Yep. Um, with a business, K Allen Consulting, mm-hmm. that's been in operations for four years now. Mm-hmm. And your success is continuing to blow and and blossom um, but you've achieved more than some people who've been in business much longer Mm -hmm. and one of the reasons is because of your Mm -hmm. perseverance um, but also because of you understanding the exposure that's needed so what i'm saying is the question that i asked earlier for people who are saying you know what but i'm tired Uh, i'm I'm weary i've been doing this and it's just not working well then go back and look at your game plan Go yeah. back and look at some of the things that we talked about today, yeah. and say, okay, do I need to restructure anything? Mm-hmm. Um, do I need to look and see what we're doing or what we're not doing, mm-hmm. um, and and go back because it's it can happen. Yeah. Right. We just have to look to figure out how to make it happen. And if you yep. and, and if you can't mm-hmm. figure it out after that, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a plug. Call Kay Allen <laughs> Consulting because she and can And we help will you help you. That. We help people launch
2: their businesses.
0: Slide into her DMs. <laughs> yes, yeah,
2: slide into our DMs. <laughs> and your why is important too, Brandon. That that would be my closing words. Mm. I, I think that when people say like, I, you know, I'm tired, I've. I pull from my lived experience, and I believe that there is nothing I'm going to face that is harder than what I've faced before, because I've gone through a lot. I lost family members. This is even prior to COVID. I lost my grandmother, grandfather, and a first cousin, like within a three month span in 2010. I have lived like with light shut off. I have gotten christmas gifts as a child from the salvation army tree i have witnessed violent i've I've gone through a lot in my lifetime um and it's it's crazy because people see something on the outside and they don't know all the story you know like behind it and yet my story is what makes me get up and still fight because i'm just like if i can go through that Inclusive of the traumatic event we talked about, if I can lose my job and have zero dollars to my name and build, I can certainly experience this. No, yeah, right. And so, I think there's something to be said about adversity and challenge and how you use it to channel your way forward.
0: Yeah, yeah, listen, y'all. Uh, Crystal Allen, K Allen Consulting. Um, make sure you guys uh, check them out. Tell yes. tell us the website
2: again. K Allen
0: Kallenconsulting.org. K Allen <laughs> what's, what's the social media?
2: Um, Instagram is at K. Allen. Consulting. And we're on Twitter at K underscore Allen underscore consult.
0: Make sure you guys look them up. Please
2: follow uh, us, y'all. P-
0: and follow them. And, and also make sure you follow BAM Network oh, as well. Yeah. Right. This is the real plug. B-A-M-M-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. <laughs> uh, and make sure you follow me on social media as well. Yes. I'm Brandon Armand. Um, listen, Be Crystal, branded. it's uh, Brandon. Thank you. I like, You know what? I might go change You're it amazing Brandon Brandand Armand. I, You're appreciate, amazing. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but listen, it, it's, it's been great talking to you. This has been a long time coming. Yes. Um, and, and I've been trying to work with Crystal for a while, um, doing some uh, shows and podcasts. And yeah. you know, we've been, so and we, we've been talking for for a while, and eventually it's it's gonna happen. So we're, we're, we're gonna simple. make that happen. So when you hit her up in the DMs and you go to social media, tell us she needs her own show as well, and and then we'll we'll make that happen. Crystal, <laughs> thank, thank you. you so much for your time. You. I appreciate you. Thank you to awesome. everyone on the BAM team who works to make the Blueprint happen. Yeah. Make sure you guys continue to tune in and listen to other episodes yes. of the Blueprint and listen to other episodes on the BAM Network with yeah. our family of podcasts. And our family of shows i'm brandon Armott. you've been listening and watching the blueprint we'll see you next time
1: this has been a bam network production produced by bam communications for other bam network shows visit www.bamcommunications.com